Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Can't face those Twitter notifications? Forgot to watch anything but Netflix? Dreading the video conference small talk at nine? You need a news vitamin, you know. You need the Smart 7. It's a brand new daily podcast that puts your brain into gear. Everything you need to know in less than seven minutes. You need the smarts. Hey, we got the smarts. The Smart 7, every weekday at 7 a.m. Available right now on Spotify and all the usual places. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, I'm John Holmes. It's the The One Show Show, the podcast that walks home with The One Show after school and then pushes it into a bush where we know there's bees. I am John Holmes and joining me this week from their houses in a technical setup to rival that of the isolating One Show itself, Mark Haynes and Cornelius Mendez. Cornelius, are you following Matt Allwright's advice about how long you should leave a delivery on the door before you touch <laughs> no, it? Off? No, I, I live in Stratford. That's not possible. <laughs> uh, talk us, talk us through uh, that advice, if you would, please, for uh, people who may not have heard it. Got it's it? Seventy-two hours. Yeah. If you don't need your package straight away, leave it for as long as possible. Preferably 72 hours. Did that Seven, come as a shock? Though seventy-two hours sounds insane to leave. And also, at the moment, you're only really supposed to be ordering things that are essential. So if they're that essential, you shouldn't be able to leave them for 72 hours on your doorstep. So it's really bizarre behaviour, really. I I was confused by it because 72 hours, you order something, it arrives. Now, whenever a package arrives... I'm like a child. I get largely excited. Sometimes I just order things just so a package arrives, even if I don't want it, just to be excited when there's a package. And I quite like the way now they, they hammer on the door and uh, leave the package and then leg it like they're playing yeah. knock down ginger or something. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to sign their stupid thing. That's all fine. But the idea of leaving it there for 72 hours to be stolen or whatever it might be is... Why, why, why didn't they suggest, oh, put on some gloves and open it and then throw away the gloves? Yeah, that's well, they, they, yeah. they didn't give it any. They just said to you, look, if it's seventy, it's got to be seventy. So you've got to leave something there for how long is that? Is that three days? That's three days. You've got to leave a parcel for three days. No, it's and four not days. Touch it. Four days. Three days. Three days. Four days. Three days. Three four days. days. Some three days. days. Oh, All no. the days are just running into <laughs> yeah. each other, Mark. It, I don't know anymore. Part of this is, is is a little bit, you know, and obviously, look, I am not a COVID nineteen expert. I'm not a doctor. I don't know how it's transmitted, but I would say. There must be a more sensible way than saying everything is covered in COVID 
and you have to leave everything for 72 hours before allowing it into your house. It's just it's just going to make elderly people go mental. They're all going to get their final food delivery. And it's going to sit there turning black before they go through it with their little hands because they're terrified yeah. because of the watch show. It did seem a bit scaremongering. This was in the watchdog section again as well, wasn't it? So they'd sort of... You got Matt all right with his sort of... that police face that he's he's now got as we've talked about staring down the barrel at you and telling you you're a criminal and he was essentially saying to the old people who watch the one show just don't touch it don't touch mm. and, and Gethin then mimed sweeping it quote round the back brush it round the back yeah brush it round the back until you need it maybe. that's it yeah if you live in a flat Gethin that's really handy isn't it sweeping it round the back and leaving it in the garden and then yeah. Gethin said off the back of this now you know we normally like to talk about a handbrake turn on this program when they clunkily go from one thing to another Gethin said just after the delivery chat he said well thanks Matt that cleans things up for us in a really pointed way that cleans things up for us as well very useful thank you Gethin hey Matt happy birthday again it was a handbrake turd is what that was (laughs) (laughs) they also said with this delivery thing they went but obviously if it's a pizza just take it in completely undermining everything (laughs) we're not talking about pizza Al that's very important That's to say. <laughs> you're even going to put that in your face. Do you know what I mean? That you're going to. Yeah. It's not. It's not like you've ordered. I don't know. Some as I had to do recently. Some cables to wire a thing to a thing. You know. Mm. But they, oh, order a pizza. Oh yeah, just eat that. Oh, just take that out and eat it. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. Did yeah. your cables that, arrive? Does it sound like they didn't? <laughs> no, no. It's just we've ordered two things this household: a barbecue that hasn't arrived and yep. a football pump that hasn't arrived. Right. And I well, think. We're down on the essential list, yeah. which is really frustrating because I've, a football pump for me is for my exercise. Yeah, which is no, all of the th- I I did my cables did arrive within like twenty four hours in the usual Amazon way. I've so. had really long uh, like delivery dates where people have said, well, you know, if you order it on the twelfth of March, you can expect it by the fourteenth of April, and then the things I've ordered on the twelfth of March have come pretty much the next day. So I think there's a yeah. certain amount of them pretending they're doing the right thing. But then they're just business as usual. Well done. I bought a load of ice packs and they came the next day just for the cooler, which aren't essential. Could be so medical. I don't know. They might, I don't they know might think they're for your back. <laughs> you, you, you can only order things that could double up as being possibly a medical. So they don't want to have to ring you to find out. They're just like, oh, well, well a I football mean, pump could be a doubt. ventilator. <laughs> <laughs> Cornelius, in, in like two months' time, it fucking will be. <laughs> Did you um, did you enjoy the dance lesson that they provided oh, for no. TV's The Big Night In, which no, at the time of recording is happening later this week? OK, Gorka and I are going to be showing you a couple of moves from part two of the Keep Dancing Challenge. You can see the full tutorial online. Right, let's get into it. My move today is called Drying the Back. I have got myself a tea towel to practice with. If you've got one at home, grab it. Simply place it onto your back and you're going to dry the neck to the right, dry the neck to the left, dry to the right, dry to the left. Let go and keep on drying. That's it. Awesome, guys. No, I didn't so enjoy much that. television either. at the minute presumes that I am sitting at home absolutely bored shitless out of my mind, that I don't know what to do and I need some fucking drama school graduates to give me ideas on what to do and all those ideas are, why don't you get up and do a dance like me? I don't, I, don't need, I don't need television to be a big fucking childminder for me. Just, just put something on I might find interesting. You don't have to make me go right now, get up and jump ten times. No, go fuck yourself. 
<laughs> also, part of that, when when she was teaching the dance move, she went, oh, uh, this one uh, is easy to practice if you've got a tea towel at home. Who hasn't got a tea towel at home? Well, if you've ordered one from Amazon, Con, it may uh, not be here yet. No, but even worse, who watches The One Show and doesn't have a tea towel with a picture of the Queen on? <laughs> That's true. Who was that dancing person, by the way? Because they, they were both from Strictly, weren't they? They were the I professionals from Strictly. Again, we got an insight into one of their houses, which looked, uh, I don't know, games room. She was in a games room. So Strictly yeah. obviously pays well, very well if you're a dance teacher. That, that's Diane. She is actually the partner of the internet man, Joe Sugg, who is um, a, a popular Thank YouTuber. So I believe enough, that's, that explains probably a lot. His, yep. that's probably his thing. I would say, I've, I've really noticed that most people who appear on TV in any capacity, forget your pop stars and things, but everyone who's been on TV, anyone who works in, in like the media, has a much nicer house than I do. I, I, I see all, <laughs> they're often in their kitchens. I'm like, what the fucking hell? Look at that kitchen. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And I, yeah. I've yet to see anyone on television doing a Zoom thing, including quite a lot of medical staff who have... A house that is not a lot nicer than mine. A lot <laughs> what, nicer. What it, are, you not, are you sure they're not using that Zoom feature where you put a virtual background in? At, at the moment, we're watching, we're doing this on Zoom and we're looking at Cornelius, who's put the one-show studio behind him. Uh, I, I'm on the little bench of shame. <laughs> <laughs> Just look like you are. Yeah, talk um, about those houses. Have you noticed, like, they did Russell Howard? Oh, um, God. On, on God. And, God. Uh, now he is he is basically doing your show from Radio Four on Sky One. Yeah, um, yes, it's called he is. Russell Howard's Home Time. Yeah, and Russell Howard, big popular guy, sells out lots and lots of arenas, does loads of arena yeah, tours. That's why he's doing years. it on Sky One, and I'm doing it on Radio yeah. Four. Mark, do you see? But, yeah. but John, you have the dignity of being in your own home, don't you? I do. What what you aren't doing is living back at your mum and dad's, right? <laughs> now I've noticed this. There's a lot of like, especially comics. Tom Allen was on something the other day, like Saturday Kitchen or something, and he was like, oh, I'm here at my mum, mother and father's house. And you go, God, they're all pretty okay, aren't they? They're all middle-class backgrounds, fair yeah. enough. But then I was like, well, why is Russell Howard not at his home? Why is he staying with his mum and dad? Especially when he's got this, um, you know, Sky One show he's doing. What, what, why is that? I have the answer to that, and it's a, a reasonable answer. His wife is a doctor, so has to basically not be near people. You're still working, and of course the wife is working hard too. I suppose they're very, I suppose they're very different jobs, it's fair to say. And she's not yeah, with my, you at the moment, is she? No, my wife's a doctor, and she was meant to be um, coming on tour with me, but uh, obviously when this happened, she uh, went back to the front line. So it feels like the least I can do um, while she's uh, looking after everybody is uh, sit at home and write some jokes, try and raise some money. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think there's a double part of that, which I think is, yes, his wife is a doctor and it seems like he's keeping out of the way. But it also ensures that he has someone to cook and look after him, doesn't it? Moving back <laughs> to your mum and dad's house. There's a little bit where they were saying, oh, you were thinking of becoming a delivery guy. And he was like... Ah, shit, I wish I hadn't said that. Didn't you think, though, about sort of volunteering to become a driver, a delivery driver in this yeah. time? Well, I was going to do that. I thought, you know, at this point, I should become a delivery driver. But I'm a terrible driver. Um, I've, had, I've got like nine points in my license. I once had a crash in 2005 where I crashed into a snowplow the only day that it snowed that year. So I think, and it was like the slowest crash ever. We just sort of just gently kissed. 
Um, so it's better that I'm in my bedroom trying to write jokes, really. Yeah, that's right. It's all very easy to say, I'm going to become a delivery driver. So I don't think he is noble. I think he's moved back to his mum and dad's because his usual provider of meals has got to be somewhere else. <laughs> and he also can't... He's got points on his licence because his eyes look in two different directions. So it's no wonder that he's crashed his car into loads of different things. Nine points. Funny man. I've no had, uh, care for human life. I've had, my, I've had my personal run-ins with Russell Howard on a couple of occasions before where I doorstepped him for an interview on our old talk radio show, John. And then also at a party of his agents, I got really drunk and then I was like, oh, hi, I, I'm the guy who doorstepped you. I was chatting to him and within one minute, he sort of introduced me to his mum and ran off. Like, he palmed his mum off on me. <laughs> I love the fact his parents are just used to facilitate what Russell wants. It's just yeah. amazing. Mum, yeah. deal with this guy. Mum, where's my dinner? Dad, we're doing a Sky One. You can't come upstairs anymore. <laughs> it's a nightmare. But I think Russell Howard did the lamest joke during this interview, which mm. was when he picked up a clearly empty can of cider and <laughs> pretended to drink from it. It was the worst acting or miming I've ever seen, and then put it down, and he's just like, uh, like <laughs> oh, what have I done? And, uh, and it's so annoying because... Joe Lysett did it last week, but it was actually quite funny because he was like, yes, I'm having a beer, darling, in camp. And he just went, I've just done that. (laughs) (laughs) And it was so lame. And it was clearly empty as well. You could tell by, you know, I'm experienced with how how cans are lifted and sucked from. I can tell you that was an empty can of cider. And talking of Russell Howard wanting to volunteer as well, Rita Mm. Ora was on because she <laughs> volunteered yes. for the NHS which I don't really know what she can bring but she, she just said she's there to help out in whatever way which fair play to her if I was her she should have volunteered for the police because she was such a good detective on The Masked Singer she guessed the most <laughs> number of celebrities <laughs> compared to the others and then also I had the idea are the masks from The Masked Singers being used because they could be donated as PPE. <laughs> that's, that's true, actually. Yeah. And how funny would it be if you wake up, you know, it really cheer you up if you're just being operated on by Bumblebee. Victoria <laughs> 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 did actually explain what her volunteering for the NHS, the form it took. She said she was happy to talk to the elderly or send in books that she'd finished reading. <laughs> So I decided to volunteer, whether it was to kind of go and give food or to go and just speak to the elderly or kind of send my books that I finished reading over to them. A hero. Hi, I'm Hannah Norris and this is my husband, Carl Donnelly. And we have a new podcast for you. It's called the Keith Cheggers Podcast and it's about pregnancy because that is what's happening in our lives right now. And inside your belly. Yeah, so we are recording weekly episodes throughout the course of my pregnancy, talking to each other and interesting and funny guests that we have on about their experiences with the pregnancy so we can work out a bit more about what the hell is happening and what is coming up for us. So tune in, subscribe and have a listen to the Keith Cheggers podcast. Bye. Bye. Great big owl. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Gethin Jones is a little bit of acting at the beginning of the one he was doing, where they talked about Russell Howard and they said, well, first of all, there was a lie. They opened the show with a lie because they said the one show is here with midweek cheer. Hello and welcome to The One Show with Alex Jones. And Gethin Jones. Uh, it's Wednesday and we are here to help you get over hump day by bringing you some midweek cheer. Now, I watched that entire episode and there was none of that. Um, Russell Howard will be talking to us from his studio, said Alex Jones. And then Gethin said, because it was all in the script, uh, well, when you say studio, you mean childhood bedroom. And she went, tough times, Gethin, tough times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he just went, True, actually. (laughs) So, coming up later, we've got comedian Russell Howard. He will be joining us from the studio of his brand new chat show. It's a photo. The Skype hasn't frozen. You mean when you say studio, you mean his childhood bedroom, basically? Well, tough times, Gath. This is true, actually. (laughs) Gotta have the last word. And it was so awful. Alex, I've read the script. I think it's quite good, but man has to have last word. Man, (laughs) I understand you ended with the joke, but. Man must pick up end. You know the one shows a new penchant for stealing films off little clips off Twitter mm. and showing mm. them and, and pretending that people have sent it to the one show that we've noticed over the last few weeks. There was a very disappointing one here where they oh. were trying to give us feel-good moments. Feel-good, where a baby was kissing an iPad, um, <laughs> which, again, in these hygienic times, I'm not sure was very wise, <laughs> given the amount of fingers that have touched that iPad, and now they've got a baby just kissing it. What's she doing? <laughs> Licking the post clean? <laughs> So, Granny was on the iPad, baby's kissing iPad, little clip from Twitter. And then they had a mum and dad singing happy birthday to a daughter they couldn't be with, with a, a, a banner saying happy birthday. And then what Alex got, oh, look at the big candle, look at the big candle. And they got like an indoor firework sparkly candle on top of this. Now, in all the Twitter videos I've seen that end 
well, I'm going to say end in any way at all. Mm. It, so, something like that, you're just going, that's going to set fire to mum's hair. That's either going to set fire to the house, <laughs> mum's hair, or explode, and it's going to be really funny. And no, all that happened, the entire payoff of that was the smoke alarm went off a bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, and let's have a look at Becky Brown's parents. Now, they wish their daughter a happy birthday in the most chaotic way possible. Here they are, look, happy birthday banner. Then they up the ante with a big candle, massive candle, and it looks so good until, yes, the fire alarm goes off. <laughs> Too much. Alex was like, oh, and it all goes wrong. So you are waiting for the big drop and then sort of, you know, the house goes up in flames yeah. and they're, they're homeless during this time. And, you know, you wait. <laughs> their community that, turns on them. Yeah. They're pariahs. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's hard to squeeze down into a TikTok. But, uh, <laughs> Also, we should point out it was Matt Allwright was presenting Watchdog on his 50th birthday. On his 50th birthday. On his half ton. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you so you much. You celebrated a significant birthday, half didn't you? Half ton. Yeah, and he said that. said, you don't look it. A half ton, yeah. I can't yeah. believe yeah. that. You do not look yes. 50. And you go, well, he does. I think he does look it. <laughs> the old line is, you don't look it, but I remember when you did. Um, hey. The... Um, he sat there and they were like, did you have a nice time then? And it was the saddest thing. He said, um, I made a very nice tea for myself and my family. <laughs> well, I made very nice tea for myself and for my family. He said, really bleak. And they were saying, so was it nice having it in the lockdown? He was going, well, people were very kind. But it was, it was absolutely beautiful. People were very, very kind. <laughs> He's a fucking elephant <laughs> man. I just tried. I used to be treated so well by a beautiful woman. Well, they're all very kind. <laughs> and maybe he, I think there is a slight thing that they're doing, certainly at the, at the Beeb, which is you cannot be seen to be enjoying or having fun during this difficult time. And it's a really yeah. hard thing that they have to do on the one show, which is they can't go, that was really funny, wasn't it? They have to go, well, that was funny, but for many people, it's that sort of <laughs> thing. So even Matt, all right, on his 50th birthday, he just has to say, I cooked a nice dinner and people were very kind. And they go, hmm, come on, Matt, rein it in. <laughs> What I've noticed about this show as well is because you are beginning to see into people's houses, occasionally you see strange things in the shots. So the first shot that they did where there was something weird on the back of the wall was Rav Wilding was in an empty office and right on the back of the wall, so the back wall, not a picture, but the whole wall was just Mary Berry's big face on the on this <laughs> massive wall. And it, it looked like Chairman Mao, you know, like one of those sort of <laughs> benevolent things over this, you know, empty desks and just a massive Mary Berry. The best one, there was a bit where in the first Watchdog episode that we saw, Matt Allwright was talking to a senior policewoman who was in her home talking about scams. And on the back wall, she had a framed picture of 300 the film about Sparta. <laughs> just, and, it's just absolutely bizarre. Do you think she, when when people go out and about uh, when they're not allowed to, do you think they she they they're brought to her and she <laughs> kicks them into a pit, shouting, "This is Lincolnshire." <laughs> you got you've got to 
gotta start watching the backs of the things. So many people like Eureka Auras, they are, and like Mick Jagger on that charity concert, they are like, I'm gonna stand in the corner of the room and there'll be two pictures there and you, you can't well get no fucking yeah. personal information yeah. about how I live or the things I like. I'm not having you extrapolating stuff. Ordinary people don't know to do that yet. And yeah. so there's always loads of pictures of tat and shit. <laughs> Um, oh. With that uh, police, the police watchdog thing, so that was about scams. One of the advice from the coppers was that if you get a, a dodgy text, just set your phone down. That... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> when you get a message from somebody that you're not used to getting a message from, do deal with it in a way that you stop think if you're in any way concerned set the phone down that, that, surely the advice is just ignore it not i will stop using your phone in, in totally you idiot because you will social distance yourself stay two meters away from your phone for 18 hours and then the text might go away there's been, and also, there's been some bad advice as you say like that thing about like if you get a text that you don't recognize you know, you need to destroy your phone. Like, you know, if something's delivered to your house, do not open it for 72 hours. There's a lot of stuff that I'm sort of thinking, surely we're going to look back on this and go, that was not correct advice. Yeah. Scammers are offering to disinfect driveways. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> Why is it always driveways? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Why? We're hearing about tradesmen knocking at the door, offering to disinfect driveways. Seriously. All I'm going to say is, is that a scam? Because I think they will turn up and disinfect your driveway. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't help. But, but, but it, now... But it's not a the, scam. What you're going to get now is, though, these scammers that they're so fond of are going to turn up because of the one show and offer to disinfect your parcels for you. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> and lit, they're going to be literally... Ah, oh, did you see the one show? Yeah, that said... Uh, Said scammers were coming around. Yeah, I know it's terrible, isn't it? Um, but you've got these parcels out here. They've been here for seventy hours. Well, Do we you want offer... leave them two more, or shall I disinfect them for we you? We offer a disinfected parcel quid. service. Yeah. yeah, all yeah. you have to do is sign these papers. Who is the person at the door? Let me tell you, John. In a sickening twist, it's Matt. All right. <laughs> Who, by the way, speaking of things behind them, I noticed in his garage he had a tool bench with a drill on it. But what he also had was a tennis ball hanging off a bit of string. Classy. So he can park his van without clunking it, Russell Howard style, into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good look through his garage because I thought he's been doing Watchdog for a while. I think, you know, he's probably full of hooky DVDs, you know, <laughs> great stuff like, you know, all the hot counterfeit jeans. I was really disappointed. And he obviously, I mean, the fact he's doing it in his garage made me think, I can see the ease in that, but it also made me think his house must be a fucking tip. Absolute tip. <laughs> or in Aladdin's cave, one of the two. But he's sitting in his garage and I was desperately looking. I really wanted to see if he had a huge like collection of toilet roll. Like he'd been bulk buying. <laughs> but all of it moved. All of it moved. Or just loads of scammers locked up from his vigilanteism. <laughs> vigilanteism. It would be fucking great if he had two tigers and a gold Mercedes Benz and real trappings <laughs> of an underworld kingpin. <laughs> this is just an elaborate cover. The guy from Rogue Traders with tape on his face and <laughs> big beard. As a producer in the media industry and a, a, a lazy one at that, 
<laughs> the height of laziness with this show is the on-screen graphic of Live From Home. <laughs> that is the classic copy and paste job. People don't all live in the same place. You know, yeah. Yeah, say yeah, yeah. we're going. It's quite impressive that you're going over to LA to talk to Tom Cruise's wife, in a way. Mm. Uh, Tom, Cruise's, Tom Cruise's wife. See, now you're doing it. Now you're mixing up your Toms. Who, who Hanks, is it? Hanks. Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Sorry. Tom Cruise's husband. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. It's confusing. Tom Hanks's wife. But yeah, just put where their home is. Just so live from their home in California or somewhere. Yeah. Put mm. their actual home address so we can go all know and go around there. You know, that's I, what we want. I'm going to nick a 300 poster. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's the podcast and we have fun, but I must say these two episodes of The One Show have been superior, like so much more better than the old One Show that we've actually done. And whilst we have had a laugh, I think... There were some really genuine moments. The junior doctors thing got me. It got me so when the parents read the, they read the letter from the parents to that one junior doctor. Well, I tell you what, we, we did ask parents to get in touch with messages and your mum and dad sent us a message. They say, oh. Holly, oh gosh, we are so proud of you graduating today after working incredibly hard for the last five years. You and all the final year students will be facing a very challenging time helping the NHS save lives this summer but we're sure you'll all be amazing. We wish you all the very best in your future careers. Love, Mum and Dad. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's lovely. Oh, it's it's making all of us. <laughs> my emotions already. I thought oh, it was yeah. great. A lot of the videos were quite interesting, I think, compared compared to the shit we used to have to put up with. It, I agree, I agree. This is what it's become is it's changed from being adult Blue Peter to adult news round. And actually the, some of the news <laughs> that they do is the stuff that the news wouldn't do, and those human interest stories are much, much better. I think we'd, we'd often talked about this on some old episodes. We were talking about how it should be like a local paper where they should just go around celebrating local things that essentially the news can't be bothered with. I, I would say I actually find it quite a hard watch at the minute. And I find it a hard watch because it's got the sense that all you want to do is talk about life in lockdown. And actually there's a part of me that sort of go, uh, you know, I'm in that. I don't need to watch it. You know, when you're having your dinner, you, it'd be nice to have half an hour where they just went, here's the best of the one show. I know that'd that, be hard, that would hard be half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all I'm saying is you think it's got better, Con. Yeah, I do easily. And Matt Baker has left. You can draw your own conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the Gethin Jones era now. I think, I think that's a very, very frightening place to be. And there, we must lightly feather the brakes and bring this week's The The One Show show to a gentle halt. Rate, review, subscribe, dance then, wherever you may be. And don't forget that once this podcast downloads, before you listen to it, do leave it outside for 72 hours in case it's got some virus on it. And while you're remembering to do that, remember this and remember it well. When you look at the television to look into the one show, the one show from two metres away also looks back into you. Goodbye. Hello, my darlings, it's me, Anna Mann, actress, singer, welder, gotta have a backup, 
I've been in everything, my darlings, and I've been cut from most things. However, I will not be cut from one thing, and that is my own podcast, Talking to Actors with Anna Mann, where I meet those rarest of creatures, the actors. That's Talking to Actors. Look out for the new series starting soon on The Great Big Owl. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.